0: Welcome to the Innovation Experts, a global podcast brought to you by Farnell, Newark and Element 14, where you can find out about the latest innovations in the world of electronics. Hello and welcome to the Innovation Experts, a global podcast by Farnell. My name is Simon Meadmore and I am the Vice President of Product and Supply and Management at Farnell, joining you from Leeds, United Kingdom. Today, we have two guests, Massimiliano Ciafelliti and Fabio Monacesi from ABB, joining us all the way from Italy. Massimiliano is the Vice President of Hub Europe at ABB Smart Power and leads the Smart Power Italy division as General Manager. Fabio is a qualified engineer and global leader of the digital and microgrid portfolio of ABB Smart Power division. He also heads up the development of energy management solutions for ABB's electrification business. In this episode, we are going to find out how digital acceleration is driving industry 4.0 transformation for companies around the world. We will take an in-depth look at ABB's broad range of smart manufacturing solutions and how the company's approach to partnerships, sustainability, people and new technologies play a critical role. Welcome to the podcast, Massimiliano and Fabio. Hello. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So let's start. What does Industry 4.0 mean to ABB, particularly in terms of digital acceleration? What factors or trends have influenced this? Massimiliano and Fabio, over to you.
1: Okay, let me start with some historical background. So at the beginning of the 2000s, was when I entered ABB, the top leading company in terms of market value were mainly corporations working in the energy and banking sector. And the only one at that time was in the IT area, that was Microsoft. Only roughly 10 years later, the situation was completely reversed. The top companies were almost all IT companies like Apple, Amazon, Google, Facebook. All these companies had a common denominator they were investing a huge amount of money in innovation. They use also new available cutting-edge technology to create values from information and big data. Moreover, those companies were the first to detect uh, new macro trend like uh, globalization, social networking, intuitive uh, human-machine interface, multi-purpose product. Uh, we were all. All in our industry we were inspired by the fast growth of this company and we suddenly realized that this revolution was happening that a big revolution was happening traditional corporation if you remember disappeared and new high tech company were born this revolution was branded um, and we were around 2010 as industry 4.0. So, we and other companies we started to embed sensor and connect the product to the cloud. All of us included uh, ABB Smart Power start to put the name smart on every product. If you remember, we start to call smart TV, smart washing machine, smart eating system and so on. Of course, also in our factories in uh, ABB Smart Power we started so a comprehensive program of digital transformation and this was not only totally on the production line where we introduced new software, new manufacturing execution system but also on the whole value chain to increase the end-to-end transparency and visibility. We have also, in that period, increased dramatically the advanced automation level the number of robots, including the famous collaborative robot and smart AGVs. So, as I said, we added sensors on our product and on our production line. We collect the data, we analyze the data, and not anymore we do this close to the machine, but in the cloud to make them available this data in any moment, in anywhere on our devices. In this way, we have reduced dramatically our reaction time and we have created the base for a more productive approach. The result of this journey has been a recognition very important from the Italian Ministry of Economic Development that gave a recognition to our big factory in Frosinone as Lighthouse. What does it mean, Lighthouse? Well, Lighthouse means to be a beacon of Industry 4.0. And so an example that should inspire other companies that want to start uh, digital transformation. You have to take in consideration that in Italy there are only four other companies uh, that have been selected as lighthouse. We are so very proud of this achievement that has been possible thanks to the huge effort uh, and the competencies of more than 1,000 people involved in this programme.
0: That's really interesting how this is developed with companies like Apple and IBM, and over time you get the support of the Italian government. And can you expand uh, a little bit more and just see uh, as this grows, what benefits should companies see from adopting an Industry 4.0 approach? I think uh, we'd be really interested in your views on that.
1: Very, very nice question. And let me stay first uh, on the operation side, no? So, we have registered improvement in safety, productivity, and cost, but let me really be more concrete with some examples. So, the riskiest area that we have in our factory is the logistic, due to the presence of forklifts and also because the activities are not repetitive in that area. Using smart IGVs, we have been able to have zero incident in the last four years and double the productivity. So every AGV runs around uh, 40 km per day that is double than a normal 4-click driver. So safety and productivity. But let me give you another example. Using the artificial intelligence algorithm that we have added in our core process of calibration of our product, that are circuit breakers, we have been able to increase the first pass yield by 20%. Another example. Thanks to our new smart line and new digital schedulers, we've been able to move from a mass production to a mass customization. What does it mean? We have overcome the concept of minimum order quantity, and we are now able to produce a huge variety of product, even with a batch of one. So from one side, we have increased flexibility, but we have also reduced the space in production, take in consideration that we have eliminated an area that was called assembly to order that was around 2,500 square meters in production. We have also reduced the stock of the work in progress by 10%. But also on the product side, so as you know, in our smart factory of Rosinone, we produce products that are enabler for the industry 4.0. For example, there is a product that is called ABB Ability Energy Manager and we have been able to identify through this product or solution better action to reduce the consumption of electricity by 30%. But let Fabio tell more about this, that is our expert, please Fabio, go on.
2: Thanks a lot Massimiliano and Simon for the question. In ABB Smart Power, we offer digital solutions for the complete journey, especially around one aspect of the industry 4.0, which is the energy efficiency. We really believe that smart manufacturing units should be focused on energy resiliency and sustainability, well, to ensure cost savings and emission reduction as main benefits. So energy self-sufficiency and carbon neutrality become not only inspirational words but true pillars of our operations and offering evolution programs. To support those pillars we provide several solutions that can help facility and energy managers to make decisions evidence-based. Among the others, we want to highlight a BVability Energy Manager, as Similiano was just saying, which is an on-premise and cloud-based energy management system, so-called EMS, available as a software service solution. It helps to detect energy inefficiencies within the plant, simply starting from surveys and energy bill uploads. Well then, uh, thanks to our experience in the field and the collaboration with our partners, our EMS suggests some tips to improve the energy footprint, such as installing sensors in the site with supportive design tool and product configurators. Actually, we provide several smart products, uh, such as quick breakers, UPSs, motor starting relays, panel displays, task switches, and many others, which have embedded metering and connectivity capabilities to be inserted in one IoT architecture, where concentrators and gateways ensure cyber-secure connectivity to a BBability Energy Manager and the device commissioning is enabled by desktop software tools and even mobile apps. The the granular monitoring of the gateways is enabling energy distribution within the site with mutual utility visualization in real time and historical trend dashboard widgets. Then, the data collected from the stalled meterings are analyzed to get benchmarks, forecasts, what-if analysis, and PPI targets, such as energy performance indicators, so-called MPIs. This analysis, presented by detailed reports, enables better decisions and verification on the saving effect for the facility and energy managers. And finally, optimized use of energy and control of the related flows are ensured by intelligent logics embedded in our products, such as BP eMAX2. And at the end, uh, well, these are areas where we are working to provide uh, soon more functionalities in Ability Energy Manager, as even proven by the latest announcement of our acquisition of the Austin company called ASCII Energy. And uh, this uh, energy efficiency journey has been adopted in our Frosinone factory, where the actions taken based on energy data, such as uh, Chile revamping and lighting upgrade, have brought 30% electricity bill saving with less than three year payback, as mentioned by Massimiliano. And we are very proud to highlight that this has been possible leveraging on the existing electricity equipment. So without any investment, which gear replacement and with zero downtime of the production, thanks to our upgrading technologies.
0: No, thank you. I think some great examples there of how Industry 4.0 enables efficiencies and critically cost reduction and you mentioned energy costs. and I think that's particularly relevant for a lot of our listeners in today's climate. So if we can move the conversation on Massimo, and Fabio, and what are the most common challenges, pitfalls, when
1: customers try to move to Industry 4.0 systems, in your opinion? Very good question. I personally think that the biggest challenge is the mindset. Leader in general should create the vision and lead the cultural change in the organization. And honestly, I think that there are three main values that a manager should always take care. And they are curiosity, courage, and competence. So three C. So curiosity, why? Because they have to be, the team need to embrace innovation to change the status quo. Why courage? Because I think that the the team and has as manager we need to take risk, of course, control risk, and sometimes accept also failure. And the third C is the competence. So, new skills are required, as for example, um, data mining, data analytics, cybersecurity. So, I think that the culture change is very, very important. But please, Fabio, help us to understand the, the challenge from a more technical point of view, please.
2: Good question, and actually from a technical perspective, there are some barriers which need uh, to be overcame. Especially in brownfield applications, so existing site, it is often not easy to create data connectivity networks and deep sensor installations, which are fundamental for industry 4.0 systems. Then as you anticipated Massimiliano, it's quite typical not to have the proper skills, especially in the industrial sites, about network design, And IES rules, we have to say, that are not always updated to accomplish the latest technologies, such as cloud computing. Well, we have to also to highlight that data privacy is another concern for many users. In our experience, by the way, the approach towards those challenges has been changing very fast in the last few years. For example, now it's more and more common to adopt cloud-based systems, even in the industrial sector in parallel we have worked to simplify the adoption of digital solution starting for example to let them work even before sensors are installed in the production site and support also edge computing and by the way test all the digital solution we provide in accordance with the latest and the
0: most advanced cyber security rules no, thank you and it's really interesting to hear that it's as much a process change as it is a cultural mindset change so given that and many people have expected a faster rollout of industry 4.0 so in addition to the mindset change what are the factors do you think are holding back industry 4.0 adoption and deployment
1: as I said the prerequisite is always the commitment. Without that, it's even impossible to talk about digital transformation. For sure, as I said, cyber and data security are still a concern. As well, for some users, still see incompatibility between existing machine and new technology. They are so afraid that the digital transformation could require a huge investment to upgrade the existing system. But uh, probably the, still the biggest concern is the proper evolution of the return of investment.
0: I mean, that does lead nicely onto the next comment, really. So you mentioned the return on investment of Industry 4.0. Do you have any view on how easy it is to manage this benefit financially? And that's certainly the feedback we get from the market research that Farnell does with its customer base, who are interested and concerned with Industry 4.0.
1: That's right. As I said, the cost of a smart solution is very easy to calculate and is uh, certain. But very often the problem is to estimate the benefit that can be very hard. Normally what we do, to limit this risk, we normally start with a small pilot. We define the object and then the key result. We create a solid baseline, we monitor the evolution, and at the end of the pilot, we evaluate all the factors not only the financial one, but also the one related to sustainability and safety. And then we decide to scale up or to stop. This, of course, mitigates a lot the risk, but let's hand over to Fabio that can give uh, some other tips. Please, Fabio, go on.
2: Well, as you said, uh, there are some industry 4.0 use cases where starting from a pilot is the best practice. It's a best practice to scale up with granted profitability. There are then applications such as energy management, where software tools, based on experience, give ROI indications. For example, not only we provide in ABB, smart power, ROI calculator for energy managers who ask the payback of our digital solutions. But last May, we launched the electrification challenge with the aim to identify startups able to provide energy setup simulations and financial analysis of the investment leveraging on our ABability Energy Manager data. So something is possible, not for all the use cases, but uh, in a uh, few of them uh, having some ROI indication even before starting the project is uh,
0: already reality. Thank you. I think that's a really good advice to our listeners that you've been able to develop a process to understand the financial benefits as well. So if we can just switch um, the topic a little bit. Again, in our recent surveys, we have found many of Farnell's customers are partnering to deliver industrial IoT services and products. Can you explain if ABB are also using partnerships to deliver a more complete Industry 4.0 solution?
2: That's for sure, since we cannot have full solution without an ecosystem ecosystem of partners and let's split the topic maybe into perspective. From the development side we are working with several startups which identified even through initiative like the Mention Electrification Startup Challenge together with research centers uh, such as universities. In parallel so even more related to the market approach we have recently launched a pair of programs adding value to a BB Smart Power Industry 4.0 offering for our customers. The first one is called the Value Provider Program for Energy Management and engage panel builders and distributors to help customers in having digitally enabled products and systems in all industrial sites. The second one, which I would like even to underline since it's probably a first uh, online community of professional focused on energy management application is called ESCO System Program. In this program, energy consultants, energy service companies, so-called ESCO, system integrators, can connect each other, can connect a program platform to receive insights on the latest energy management trends, even by global experts such as Gaidaus from the States, and technology preview by our uh, smart power teams. The service granted by our members, uh, such as product integration and energy consulting, uh, together with ABB Smart Power Digital Solutions, cover, really an end to end customer journey in energy efficiency projects.
0: Yeah, there's a definite energy efficiency theme coming through this podcast. So, what makes ABB Solutions unique and so special to support the uh, use of energy consumption? If you can comment on that. That would be great.
2: Well, if I should answer in one word, I would for sure say people. People because we are a big family with competencies and passions in our mission towards innovation and sustainability. A family of experts whose solutions our ABB Smart Power Digital solution, are based on the experience collected from all over the world with impressive know-how developed in a long history and piloting uh, this know-how within our factories, such as Frosinone in Italy, have proven the quality of the solution before they have been released to the market, while the strong relationship with research centers, other experts, company, and partners contribute to improve them every day, leveraging on agile
0: development processes. I love that answer, how the collective power of people and knowledge can help enable technology, that's great moving on again what do you think will be the biggest change or trend in industrial iot 4.0 in the next five to ten years massimiliano with fabio
1: well the new technology like think a little bit about uh, driverless cars drones video camera with self-recognition augmented reality have theoretically for me a limited application but they require a change of billions of data the bottlenecks are becoming so, the network and the computing capability. So to manage a such amount of data in a safe way, we will need, in the future, supercomputer. And in fact, a lot of people are starting to speak about quantum computers. And we need uh, hyperspeed network. You know? The scientists, in fact, have already starting to think about the 6G, that is the evolution of the 5G, that will be eight times faster than the 5G with a speed up to one terabyte per second. So it's completely another dimension. So network and computing capability will be for sure a trend to solve the bottleneck issue that we have. Then I think that um, on top of the technology, I think that there is another aspect that is very, very, very important. Uh, that is uh, due to this hyperconnected world, uh, okay, there are some aspects of a legal, the ethical point of view that we need to take under consideration. Imagine that somebody has to write an algorithm where the machine or the car, if we are speaking about driverless car, have to take a decision, go right or go left. And this decision must be taken just before an incident. It's better option one, with certain consequence, or option two with another consequence. So I think this chapter will be something very new. There are still a lot of open discussion and for sure we require more attention in the next future.
0: Yeah, some great insights there on how Industry 4.0 is enabling all these future technology it to sound like we're still at the very start of this journey. At this point, is there anything else you would like to add that we haven't
1: already covered? Let me summarize a little bit what we are doing in ABB smart power. In the last 15 years, we have invested a lot of money in smart automation. As I said, always looking at the technology and its return of investment. I know that is difficult, but we tried. In the last four years, the context where we are operating is changing dramatically due to pandemic, the scarcity of material, the geopolitical tension, and of course, we are observing the evolution of the Earth with all the climate changing we are observing. So, if in the past we have been focused on these technologies and automation to increase faster our productivity, we cannot think anymore to lead the future with the same logic of the past. We need to add to our strategy new element. We need to add to what I personally call uh, cold uh, automation, three new elements that are people-centricity, sustainability and resilience. And this is exactly also the definition that the, the European community is pushing for. Why we want to add these three new elements? because we want that our people are happy, empowered and engaged, of course. We want that is clear the purpose and the role that we have as a corporate, as a company in the society, of course, with huge care of the sustainability. We want also to continue to serve our customers despite the multiple challenges we are facing in the whole value chain. And this new concept uh, is now known as a super smart society or society 5.0. I think that in the next podcast we can speak a little bit more about this new industry 5.0 that is the future and is the new, let's say, direction that we are taking.
0: Great summary, and I'm sure our listeners would like to hear more about Industry 5.0. At the end of each podcast, Massimiliano and Fabio, we do like to ask a few more lighthearted questions for our listeners. So are you ready for the quickfire questions? What would you say is the craziest application that you've seen one of your products used in?
2: Well, last summer, we stored the BBAbility Energy Manager. In a strange situation, the first innovative dynamic induction charging infrastructure called uh, in Italian Arena del Futuro It's an impressive installation which could simplify immobility adoption in the future and something for which, let's say, my team and I are very proud of.
0: Excellent. And this is my favorite question. Who is your favorite band of
1: all time? Hmm. I can start. Speaking with somebody that is in UK, I can only say Queen, the Queen, so it's, I think this is my, my <laughs> by far, is the, is the, <laughs> is the best. Also because, you know, every song they made are completely different, one from the others, and they think that this is very unique. So I love uh, all uh, the songs because they are very diverse from each other. Yeah, they certainly went
0: through a lot of reinvention, that is for sure.
2: And if you want to balance, I would go with Beatles, so <laughs> we can cover the
0: full uh, landscape of music in UK. We can. Another classic British band, but obviously before Queen. A great answer, thank you. And final question. What is the biggest challenge you've faced in your careers and how did you overcome it?
1: Fabio, do you want to start?
2: Biggest challenge, one funny case has been during the pandemics, to be honest, because I have changed my role in organization. And by the way, I have changed my line manager. But since we had to work remotely, we saw each other basically all time from teams and other systems for remote connectivity. And it was after just one year that we met face to face. So it was a bit challenging to create a relationship from scratch by boys. But now we know that by professional and human competencies, it is possible. Not easy, but it is possible.
1: No, I, I can also tell you a funny story. It was a big challenge with my wife, probably. So the day before my marriage, so imagine the situation. I was in the company because there was, a, let's say, open day where we invited all the workers, and my leader. Stop me in a room saying, uh, Massimiliano, what do you think if you move to France? Okay, this was the day before I was going to to marry my wife. No? And I immediately say yes, without asking to my wife. Okay, so you can imagine that uh, because why I did? Because I was still uh, single. So I mean, it was my last decision as single? Then when I came back home, you can imagine the challenge that uh, I took. No, I'm joking. My wife was prepared because she was even thinking that the destination could have been China. So when I said France, she was super happy. And then we went uh, in 2011.
0: Uh, and, uh, That's a very nice story. And Massimiliano and Fabio, this has been great. I think you've brought a real personal touch to this podcast and I've certainly Enjoyed listening to you as much as I hope our listeners do. Thank you very much for your time. And finally, if our listeners want to get in contact with you, how would they do that via social media, email? Any particular uh, preference? For me, for sure, LinkedIn, do not hesitate. (laughs) Excellent. Also for me, it's okay. We would love to hear what you have to say about how Industry 4.0 is supporting innovation in your sector. So please get in touch with us at technology at farnell.com or you can contact me directly on LinkedIn. Just search Simon Meadmore.